Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Fangirl. I'm your host, Addie, and today we are talking about something that we have yet to had a chance to talk about, which is something that I really love to talk about, so I'm very excited about it, but we're talking all about books today. And as you can see, it's just me, so if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go do that at least the first few minutes just for like a little update on why Grace isn't with me today. Also wanted to quickly apologize if you can hear a lot of me sniffling in this episode. I'm not feeling the best, so there might just be the occasional... And I apologize in advance for it. Anyway, I'm just going to start with like some basic book facts about me. Just some basic questions that like I came up with. And then I asked you guys on Instagram for some more specific questions. So we'll get into those after. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Previously on Not Your Average Fangirl. Okay, I'm going to start with movies because last week me and Grace were talking about this rom-com that just came out with Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney called Anyone But You. But Grace watched it and I really wanted to go see it and I did. So my thoughts on it were that it's really, really cute. It was a really good rom-com. It was kind of like unrealistic and cheesy, but in the best way possible. Like he went to go like find her and he flew in on a helicopter and it was just like so, again, unrealistic, but they did it in the right way that just makes you like obsessed with it. And it had such good vibes, and I think that it deserves the hype that it's getting because I really, really enjoyed it. TV shows, I'm still watching Pretty Little Liars, and I'm also still watching Young Sheldon, but I think this past week I watched more of Young Sheldon than I did Pretty Little Liars, just because Pretty Little Liars is kind of getting on my nerves, but I'm going to stick through and I'm going to finish it. I just needed a little break this week, so I watched Young Sheldon instead, and I say this every week, but it's just, it's such a funny show, and I'm really enjoying it, so I think I'll watch all of it. And music, I've been going to the gym every morning and walking, and I've kind of been listening to a bunch of different stuff. I listened to Harry one day, One Direction one day. I listened to Sabrina Carpenter's album, Emails I Can't Send, because I've never really listened to it all the way through, and I've kind of always been a fan of her, whether it's on Disney Channel or her music. I remember when her first little album came out, I listened to that, and I just was like, why have I never listened to her new album all the way through? I don't know. So I did, and I really like it. And the same thing kind of goes for Tate McRae. I've been listening to her music since the beginning as well, but I've never listened to either of her albums just all the way through. So today, actually, I listened to her new one, Think Later, and I really, really like it. She makes really good music. I love both of them, so that's pretty much what I've been listening to. And for books, I read a book called The Gracier, and then I finished Iron Flame, which is the second book in Fourth Wing, and I'll kind of talk about them a little bit as we go through this episode, since I liked both of them and I want to talk about both of them, and this episode is about books, so you're going to have to wait to find out my thoughts on those. But let's just get into the main part of the episode. First things first, how I got into reading. So I've always kind of loved to read. Like even when I was younger, I just enjoyed reading. I don't know about you guys, but when I was in elementary school, they made us keep reading logs. And for some reason, being told that I needed to read made me not want to read at all whatsoever. And so I kind of stopped reading for a while. But then in like 2020, my mom got a new Kindle and she gave me her old one. And at first I kind of just read like dog books and stuff because I had a weird obsession with books from like dogs perspective. I don't know. I just loved them. But when I was finally ready to stop reading the dog books, my mom told me to read Divergent and she put it on my Kindle for me. And I think I read it in like a day. I don't know. It sucked me in. I read it so, so fast. I've always loved Hunger Games, so it's expected. But then I read the second book in Divergent and the third book and I was obsessed. And ever since I read Divergent, I just kind of started like wanting to read more, keeping track of what I read more and 
looking at books that other people are enjoying. That's kind of like how I got into watching like book talk and stuff like that just came from that moment, I guess. And since then, pretty much every year, I just read more and more and I just get more obsessed with it. I think the year before last, I read like 20 books and then last year I read 54. So safe to say that the obsession is growing by the year. <laughs> okay, next I'm kind of just going to talk about some of my favorite books and then some books that I recommend. So I'm going to start with like my absolute top ones and then I'm just going to list off some others and like a little bit about them, just other ones that I'd recommend. So in this next little portion, if you hear me talk about it, I probably recommend it and want you to read it. All right, so first things first, one of my favorite book universes, I guess, of all time is the Grishaverse, which is all by Lee Bardugo. I love the Grishaverse so, so much. I don't really talk about it a whole lot on my main socials, but I am thoroughly obsessed with it. So it's a first, it's a little trilogy called Shadow and Bone, and then there's a duology called Six of Crows and one called King of Scars. And I'm just obsessed with all of it. I'm obsessed with the universe, the characters, like the writing. It's just all so good. And if you haven't read it yet, you need to. But most importantly, my favorite book of all time is from the Grishaverse and it's called Crooked Kingdom. So the Six of Crows duology is personally my favorite. I love the characters so much. Again, the writing, the universe, it's just so, so good. So if you haven't read it yet, go do it. Next, I already kind of talked about Divergent, but obviously I love Divergent. I love Hunger Games, anything dystopian. And one of my favorites that hasn't actually been made into a movie or anything like the main three is Shatter Me. I love the Shatter Me series so, so much. I love Aaron Warner and it's 100% something you need to read. It's such a fast read. Like each book is just so good and you just fly through it. Like I think I read each book like in a day, maybe two, and it's like a six book series plus novellas, which obviously took me less than a day to read because they were only like 100 pages each. It's kind of like a dystopian fantasy. I don't know. It's it's just so, so good. It's really action packed, but there's like good romance and characters to root for. And I do want to say, though, the first book is really slow. It's kind of just like an introduction into everything. But once you get to the second book, so, so good. The third book is my favorite and it all just picks up from there and takes off and I'm obsessed with it. Next, more on a fantasy note. I love Cruel Prince, the whole trilogy, and I also would definitely recommend Fourth Wing. I'm going to talk about Fourth Wing a little bit more in a minute just because it's so popular right now and I did just finish the second book, but I would say that I recommend it. I think a lot of people say that it's a great introduction into fantasy, and I would say that that's true just because it's not like a typical fantasy book and it's really fast-paced, so I definitely think that it's a good introduction to fantasy if you're trying to get into it. Okay, next, I actually just read this series last year, end of last year. It's called The Natural Series by Jennifer Lynn Barnes, and if you like watching Criminal Minds or any of those kind of shows, you're going to love it. It's so, so good. It's about these kids that are really good at naturally doing things that the FBI can use to solve cases, so like profiling, for example, and the kids are recruited by the FBI to solve cold cases, and it's so, so good. Again, the characters, such like a good found family. I love it so much, and I finished it, and I was so sad that it was over. For romance, my all-time favorite romance book is When in Rome by Sarah Adams. I'm going to talk about it a little bit more later, so I'm not going to say too much now. Obviously, if you watch The Summer I Turned Pretty, the show, you need to read the books. I feel like it's so important to always read the books because you get so much more knowledge on the characters and what they're thinking, and The Summer I Turned Pretty books are really cute, and if you love those characters, again, it's a great read. Those are like most of my main favorites. Now I'm just going to kind of list off some other ones that I would definitely recommend as well. A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson is a really good little trilogy. It's kind of like a mystery. I love anything by Taylor Jenkins Reid, specifically Daisy Jones and the Six is my favorite book by her, but all of her other books are great as well. For more little romances, I love Red, White, and Rural Blue by Casey McQuinston. I love Love in Other Words by Christina Lauren. But if you're looking for a very sad book, If He Had Been With Me by Laura Nolan, so sad. I cried, but it's such a good book. The writing is really good and 
there is actually a sequel coming out this year i think that's from the other character's perspective and i'm going to read that and i'm probably going to cry again anything by lynn painter is so cute i read the do-over and better than the movies by her and i have another one of her books on my shelf right now that i'm really excited to get to so i'll let you guys know what i think of that but both the books i've read by her i really really like and i know everyone likes a lot of her other books as well and then one of the books that i finished this week was the grace year i'm not sure who it's by but it's on kindle unlimited and i loved it so much it's a great like dystopian kind of like i don't know it's almost like a mystery in a way but it's so good it really pulled me in i wasn't sure what to expect with it but it fully exceeded my expectations and the last like 50% of the book I think I read in one sitting because I just needed to know what was going to happen. If I didn't say what it was, it's called The Gracier. And then lastly, I read this at the end of last year. It's called The Rom-Com Agenda. And it was just a really cute little rom-com. If you want something like cute and fluffy, it was really cute and fluffy. <laughs> okay, moving on next, we have some books that I want to read in 2024 or that are on my 2024 TBR. So like I said, I just finished Iron Flame and I'm kind of trying to read a lot of like fantasy and dystopian books this month because those are like my favorite genres. But last year, for some reason, I read mostly romance, even though I prefer more of a romanticy or a dystopian book. So my goal for January is to read as many fantasy and dystopian books as I can or just Books that are more along those lines, if that makes sense. So the three that I have on my TBR for this month as well are Ruthless Vows by Rebecca Ross. And I actually just forgot to mention Divine Rivals in my book recommendations, but I read Divine Rivals. I absolutely loved it. And Ruthless Vows is the second book in that little series that just came out. And I'm so excited for it because the writing was so good in Divine Rivals. And I really, really liked it and the characters, so I can't wait to get back to that. And then also, this book is kind of like all over the internet right now, and it's called Powerless by Lauren Roberts, and the cover's really pretty, so that honestly is what drew me in fully. But I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about it, and I think it's her debut novel, so that's really impressive that everyone is like so obsessed with it. But I know that the second book isn't coming out until later this year, so it's going to suck if I really, really like it, and then I have to wait like six months for book two. <laughs> And next, I read The Inheritance Games a few years ago when it was the only one in the series that was out, but the other two, I think, are out as well. And I genuinely remember nothing about it. Like, I read it, but I don't think I read it. And, like, I, I rated it good, I think, but, like, just the knowledge completely left my mind. So I want to reread The Inheritance Games, and then I want to read the other two books in the series. And then moving on to another genre, I really want to read the Magnolia Parks series. I know that a lot of people absolutely love it, and then a lot of people don't like it. It seems like it's an acquired taste, and I truly don't know if I'm either going to love it or hate it. I think it's going to be one of the two. It's not going to be somewhere in the middle, so I guess we'll see if I love it or not. But I'll keep you guys updated. And then this is from the same author as A Good Girl's Got to Murder, and it's called Five Survive, and it's just like a little thriller, but I've heard great things about it. I loved A Good Girl's Got to Murder, so definitely want to read that. And lastly, I've heard a lot of people talk about this as well, and the concept just seems really cool to me. So it's the seven-year slip. I think the author is Ashley Poston. I don't know. But also the cover is really pretty. So I'm definitely excited to read that as well. So a question that I get a lot in my DMs is like, how do I annotate? And I know a lot of people do it a lot of different ways. And the supplies you need is kind of like general, but I'm going to link the stuff that I use in my Amazon storefront. So it's in the bio of, so it's in the bio of my main account, Asks on Instagram or Addison.Brian on TikTok. You can find it there. But for tabs, I just use like the little sticky clear tabs. You can get them on Amazon. Like I said, they'll be in my storefront. And then I use a highlighter and a pen. I usually keep a pin with me everywhere I go like I may not take like my tabs and my highlighter everywhere but I take the pen so that I can just you know like put a little mark or something and then once I get home I can go back through and add you know the highlight and add the tab but 
I usually use the highlighter to just like highlight the entire like sentence or whatever that I'm wanting to remember. And then if I want to add like a little note or something, which literally like it's not that serious. Sometimes it's something as stupid as like OMG or I'm dead, you know, like something just simple and funny that like I'm thinking of when I'm reading it because I think it's really fun to like go back through a book that I annotated and look at my little annotations again, even if it's something as stupid as OMG and just be like remembering what I was feeling when I read that. And I color code my tabs. You can pretty much do whatever you want with it, but I usually have one for like quotes that I love. Um, Maybe if there's a main couple I love, like I'll dedicate a color to them. And again, it's something you can look up like different color coding you can use for your tabs, but I usually just have fun with it and I don't take it too seriously because it's not that serious. <laughs> okay, moving on, I want to talk about Iron Flame and Fourth Wing real quick before we get into the like main Q&A portion of the episode. This is spoiler free, so don't worry if you haven't read it yet. So I think I settled on my rating for Fourth Wing being like 4.5 stars, maybe 4.75, and I rated Iron Flame four stars. Again, I really, really enjoyed Fourth Wing. I don't know that it deserves like the insane hype that it's getting, like saying it's the best book of all time. Like, don't know that I feel that, but I did really enjoy it. I like the characters. Like, you really get to, like, immerse yourself in the world. And the writing isn't, like, phenomenal. But the relationship you have with the characters, like, is so good. Like, I truly care about them. I rated Fourth Wing higher, though, because it was a little bit more fast-paced. I feel like Iron Flame was kind of slow, and it felt a bit, at times, like a filler book. Like, there was things that were happening that I'm like, I know this is important and, like, it needs to happen, but I'm just kind of bored or, like, I feel like for a 600-page fantasy book with the print being that small, like, if I wasn't determined to finish it, I totally could see it putting me in a slump. So you just have to expect that going in and be ready to push through because if you don't, it will probably put you in a slump. And originally, I rated Fourth Wing only a four star, I think, simply because it annoyed me that it was so similar to Divergent. Like I was reading it and the first time I picked up on something, I was like, this reminds me a lot of Divergent. But then as the book went on, there were so many things that happened. And I'm like, this is literally exactly what happened in Divergent, just with dragons. So the reason I upped my rating on that is because looking back, I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. And Iron Flame didn't follow anything that happened in Divergent. So I liked that it went on its own path. And I don't know if that was intentional, but it definitely reminded me a lot of Divergent. Overall, I would say that I recommend them. Okay, moving on to the Q&A. If you don't follow Not Your Average Fangirl on socials, go do it. It's notyouraveragefangirl.pod. And next time I do like a Q&A, if you want your question to be in the episode, make sure you go follow the account and like turn on notifications so that you can check the story and put in your question if you have one or answer a poll. I'm going to try and get through these as quick as possible because there are a lot. Okay, first we have series I want to read but I don't own yet. I'm going to say Magnolia Parks because I talked about it earlier. I do really want to read it. I don't own any of the books yet. And I'm really sad that they changed the covers and now it's like the heels or whatever i really really liked the covers that had like the doodles and everything on them i thought they were so cute so i'm sad that i can't get those and this one's like really specific but i actually have the perfect book for it so someone said a book with a character that reminds me of dean winchester earlier i kind of mentioned that my favorite romance book was win in rome by sarah adams and i don't think this was intentional at all but the main guy in that book is literally like Dean Winchester if he was in a rom-com. Like the man owns a pie shop, okay? And like the way that he's described, it's just exactly like Dean. I think I was like 25% into the book and something happened and I was like, you know what? Like he really reminds me of Dean. And from then on, like I kept kind of paying attention to it and like half my annotations in that book are just, oh my gosh, he's so Dean coded or he's literally Dean Winchester. Like that's half my annotations. But if you like Supernatural and you like reading, I definitely recommend it because the character like just truly reminded me so much of him if he was in a (laughs) rom-com. Moving on, same kind of theme about TV shows. Somebody asked if I read the Vampire Diaries books and I have not. It's kind of embarrassing because I love to read and I love the Vampire Diaries and I know everyone always tells me that I should read them. 
but I know that I should. I just don't know if I'm ever going to. So I guess like if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment. Let me know if you think it's worth it and maybe I'll take it into consideration. But yeah, full answer is no, I have not read the Vampire Diaries books yet. Okay, next, if you've seen any of my videos or if you're watching this on YouTube again, you can see behind me that I have this wall covered in book pages in my room. And I get this DM and comment a lot too, but it's how did I do my book page wall? So basically, I went to Goodwill and I picked up like a book that was in pretty good condition and I took off the covers and I kind of just like individually removed every single page, which was a lot of work, but I wanted it to be a book I actually liked. So I did that and then I ordered little glue dots on Amazon. Probably not something you want to do if you want to keep your wall like in perfect condition underneath, but I don't plan on taking it down for a while because I really like it and when I do, I'll just repaint it. You have to be kind of strategic with how you place the pages. So just like test it first and make sure you know what you're going to do and how you're going to make it lay and everything. Yeah, I just tore apart an old book and then I used glue dots to stick it up. This next question kind of goes along with that one and it's what book is on my book page wall? And like I said, I wanted a book that I could pick up from Goodwill so I wasn't like destroying a nice new book. If you've ever been book hunting at Goodwill, you know that they usually carry Hunger Games and like a few other books that are always there like Twilight and stuff. But I found a copy of Hunger Games and I found a copy of Catching Fire. So the book on my wall is half Hunger Games and half Catching Fire, not in a specific order. It's kind of all mixed up. So you can't technically just pick one quarter and read the entire book, which is also something that people assume you cannot do. <laughs> okay. And I kind of touched on this earlier as well, but someone asked how many books did I read in 2023? And I made my reading goal for last year. 50 books and honestly I wasn't sure I was gonna hit it I really wanted to but not only did I hit it I surpassed it and I read 54 books and I'm very proud of myself again kind of similar but then someone asked how many books I want to read in 2024 and I made my goal 50 again just because I don't know what this year is gonna look like or how busy I'm gonna be and I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself to read more than that but I really think if I stay on top of it the way I am right now, I might be able to read 60 books. So my kind of like hidden goal is 60, but my goal on Goodreads is 50 just so that if I don't hit 60, like it doesn't say like, oh, you didn't hit your reading goal, you know, because I feel like us readers put a lot of stress on ourselves to reach our reading goal. <laughs> I put it at 50 and I hope that I read closer to 60. Okay, next someone asked for book boyfriends that I love. So I love Dean from the Natural series. He's, I'm... Um, the Naturals series is sitting right in front of me right now, so he's who I had to go to first. But I love Dean from the Natural series. Like I said, I love Six of Crows. So I love Kaz and I love Matthias and Shadow and Bone. I love Nikolai so much. He's great. I also kind of talked about him earlier, but I love Warner from Shatter Me so, so much. He's great. I feel like he might be like up there in the top. Like Kaz is like my favorite character, but Warner is a great book boyfriend. So I was talking about Fourth Wing. I love Zayden. He slays. I feel like there's so many other ones. I'm like looking at my shelf right now trying to remember, but there's so many good ones. It's just those are like the first few that come to mind. Next, this is a really good question. Someone said, do I prefer to read on my Kindle or do I prefer to read a physical book? And I feel like this is kind of hard because it typically just depends on what mood I'm in. Because like I love holding a physical book in my hand, but at the end of the day, if I had to choose only one to read for the rest of my life, I'd probably pick my Kindle just because I read like in the dark if I'm laying in bed or I can read in the car at nighttime and I just feel like it's easier to hold sometimes like sometimes like turning the page and like holding up like especially like a bigger book that's heavier like can get annoying so I feel like at the end of the day I choose my Kindle but I love just holding a physical book as well and then someone asked if I prefer enemies to lovers or friends to lovers and I feel like this is tough because I, I do like friends to lovers but I don't think it'll ever be as good as enemies to lovers so I feel like I've got to pick enemies to lovers just because there's always so much more like passion between the characters I feel like and and like energy but I do have a condition 
there is a certain circumstance where I don't like enemies to lovers and I feel like it's done best in a fantasy book or like a dystopian book or just any kind of book where there's more action happening. I feel like enemies to lovers is always better. Not to say that enemies to lovers can't be done right in like just a regular romance book, but I do absolutely hate and despise when they call it enemies to lovers but the guy is simply just a piece of crap jerk like when he's just a jerk to the girl for absolutely no reason or even if he's got a little bit of a reason but he's just like a piece of crap like that's no excuse to me and I will probably not finish the book because it'll make me really mad the guy just he still needs to be a good guy at heart like I feel like one of the examples of it being okay in a regular romance book is like when they're like academic rivals or something like when they have like some feud to fight over but they don't actually like hate each other because I feel like in fantasy books they they can have a reason to hate each other but in regular books like if the guy's just a jerk I don't accept that no Next, someone asked if I listen to any kind of music or anything while I'm reading, and the answer is yes. So first, I actually just found these on YouTube like a month ago, but if you go on YouTube, you can search up like book fireplace ambiance, and it'll come up with these little like cabins like with rain hitting the window, and there's like a fireplace, and it's just like background noise. If you don't want any words, but you want to like have some other noise going on while you're reading, I think that they're really fun. And again, if you're not someone who can listen to like words while you're reading, because I totally understand that, I also like to listen to the Bridgerton soundtrack because it's like actual songs that you know, but without the words. So it's better for background noise. However, I like trained myself to be able to read and listen to music with words. Like I started with my headphones like really, really low volume. And then over time, I've just slowly turned it up and now I can read with music playing at like full volume. So the answer is yes. I personally really love like playlists that match the book like I have just like a main book playlist but also if you're reading a book you can go on Spotify and kind of search up like for example the natural series has a really good playlist if you just search up like the naturals on Spotify it'll bring you to a playlist someone made of songs that remind them of that book and so I think that's really fun but I think that my favorite book playlist is probably the naturals like it has like the nobody no crime by Taylor Swift kind of vibe and it's just a really good one Okay, next, I was told this one is very, very serious, and it's, do I crack the spine of my book when I'm reading? And the answer is no, I don't. Nothing against the people that do, because I feel like it does make it easier to read the book a lot of times, but one time, I, like, started to accidentally do it, and so I was like, whatever, like, I'll just crack the spine, like, I'm already halfway there. So I cracked the spine and I continued reading, and then the book literally started falling apart. Like, the pages started falling out of it. So, piece of advice, if you are someone that breaks the spine, like, always make sure it's a very well-made book before you do it, because mine literally broke apart, and I had to get a new one. <laughs> I don't think I'm totally innocent, though, because I do, like, fold the front cover, like, over, you know? Like, when you, when you start reading a new book and there's only, like, three pages on one side, I do roll it under and just, like, hold, like, half the book. So, I feel like that's also kind of a crime that counts with breaking the spine, but I don't actually break the spine. <laughs> So I kind of talked about how I've always been a reader since I was little and someone asked what my favorite childhood book was and I don't know what it was, why I had such an obsession with this book, but it was like the the kids adaption of The Art of Racing in the Rain, which is a dog book. Are we surprised? No, but I read that thing like 12 times. I found it in my keepsake the other day and it had been through it, but I was obsessed with that book. I cried every time I read it and then when the movie came out, I cried watching the movie and Actually, like, I found the original version of the book, like, the non-kid adaption on Amazon the other day, and it was on sale, so I bought it, and I have it on my shelf now, and I think I'm gonna read it, and I just, I loved it so much as a kid, I'm like, I should just, I should just read it. I feel like it'd be cool, so that's my favorite childhood book. <laughs> right, next, someone asked, do I prefer to read a book 
or watch a TV show? And I feel like I want to clarify because I think this question is more like, would I rather spend my time watching something or reading something? Not so much as like, do I prefer the book or the movie of an adaption? Like, do I prefer the Hunger Games books or the movie? I think it's more just like generalized. Which which way of inter- which which form of entertainment do I prefer? So I personally, I always feel like you get more information from a book. Like you, you get to hear the character's thoughts and I just think it like helps you connect with the character so much more. Like a lot of times I'm watching a show and I wish that like I could know what the characters are thinking. And I I feel like for that reason, just because you get so much more information, I'm going to pick reading. But watching is also nice because it's a little bit like you don't have to put your mind to it as much. Like you can kind of just mindlessly watch something. But at the end of the day, I feel like I like books more just because you you get to connect with the characters on a different level. And that's pretty much all the questions you guys had for me, but there's one more, and I kind of like talked about this a little bit on my story on Instagram the other day, but someone asked if I am starting a book club, and the answer is yes, I am. I'm very excited about it. I'll have like, by the time this goes out, hopefully all the details will be up, and you guys can go check it out on my Instagram account, Addie.asks. I'm very excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun because I don't talk about books as much as I like to, and I really do like talking about books, and I know a lot of people that follow me also like talking about books, so I think it'll be a fun way to kind of connect with you guys a little bit, and I'm very excited about it. But that is pretty much the last thing I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed talking about books with me and let me know what else you want to hear on the podcast. If if there's any other bookish topics that you want me to talk about, let me know. Obviously, I'd love to because like I mentioned 800 times in this episode, I love books so much. So that's it for today's episode. I will see you guys back next week. And yeah, I think that's everything. So bye. Bye. <laughs>